What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Rylescu with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. As always, bring you incredible guests from all over the world. So sit back, relax, and tune in. My next guest is a corporate refugee. You know I love my corporate refugees. She is an artist, instructor, and studio owner, the founder of Glass Arts Collective. Please welcome Nancy Marks. Nancy, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, Deanna. I just I'm so excited to be here. Excited to have you here. I, I love my corporate refugees. Listen, nothing against corporate, but it's not for everyone. There, there are some of us that have a much bigger purpose in life than working for the man, you know. And well, like yourself, we've got to find because I consider myself an artist too by what I do. And you have to follow what your your true purpose is. So I kind of want to hear, like, what was that aha moment for you when you decided to say, "Hey, that's it. I'm doing my own thing." Um, well, actually, there were several. My career, I learned that one of the things I really liked was when I could make a difference. Even if it's a small difference, I needed to make a difference in what I was doing. And many of the jobs, I was I was very grateful that I could. Yeah. Um, I had some incredible people that I worked with, and they allowed me to step outside the box, shall we say, which is um, something I've always known um, I was outside the box. I was not a... Uh, stereotype of what a this corporate person should be, I guess, is the way to word it, or used to be. And I know things have changed so much over the years. Uh, so I was going from different jobs, and each one I learned things that I took to the next job. And I felt really good that as I was climbing the ladder, I was bringing skill sets that other people didn't necessarily have. Yeah, And that made me feel really good. Um, and then I kind of got in a couple of places where I couldn't make a difference. And it really made me very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that I couldn't do the job. It had nothing to do with the job itself. It was me. Yeah. And learning that what I need um, through this journey was really important. And it took me a while to really understand that. And my mom and dad are at an assisted living facility. And my mom had an opportunity to take a fused glass class. And... They relocated out to California almost 12 years ago, and I've I've just the joy of spending time with my parents. Um, hard to watch them in their last years, but the joy of being with them was amazing. And uh, so I decided to take a class. I decided I don't have any creativity. I'm always using one side of my brain. I'm technical. I am uh, operations. I'm administration, accounting, um, but I never did marketing. I never did any kind of creative fun, and I couldn't find an outlet for creative. So I just assumed that wasn't where my outlet should be. There must be something other than art. And I took this class somewhat begrudgingly, but I knew it was for the right reason. It was to to, uh, to do something with my mom Yeah, and uh, fell in love with it. I found that that two-hour period, I relaxed. My mind completely went into overdrive of the rest of the world doesn't exist for these two hours. And I was able to just focus on the colors, on the feel of the glass, the energy that comes from glass. And I found a passion. And I guess one of the things that I laugh about myself is that I embrace my imperfections and I don't need it to be perfect. Mm, I like that. Yeah. You, we are perfectly imperfect. So I want to highlight something that you said in there that 
when you're running doing operations and all like the I guess that's like the right brain side the right side of the brain I think those yeah. type of activity, activities you were not able to con to tap into your creative side how important is it do you think that people that might be using just strictly their right brain should tap into their creative side more often oh my goodness it is so important um, when I actually decided to leave corporate um, I was so I was spending all my time with glass and I realized how much better I felt I was happier I was enjoying things and my job actually I did better yeah. because I was more relaxed I found that it took the pressure off and gave me the opportunity to clear my mind a bit um, when I decided to leave the corporate world there wasn't really a location uh, very close to do fuse glass yeah so my husband and I had a conversation he said no you can't have the garage and I said well what am I gonna do yeah and with the love and warmth of my husband he said well you know how to run a business why don't you open your own oh wow I love it and so I did what I have a tendency of is I go for it yeah I don't have to know everything. I don't have to be everything. I can have other people work with me and create a team that can do those things I can't do or do the things better than I can do. And I, I'm really, really okay with that. Um, I didn't think my ego would like that, but I love it. So it's, it's, uh, I opened a studio and five weeks later, it was closed due to COVID. Ah. Oh. Flipping cold. <laughs> so all of those things of doubt, self-doubt, uh, questioning myself, uh, trying to figure out. And I stopped myself. I played with some glass. I made several projects thinking, okay, I've got a window here. I could look at it from the bad side. I could look at it from the good side. The good side is I have uninterrupted time where I can truly be creative. And so I made a bunch of different projects. And as I was doing it, I kind of rethought how I wanted my business to run. Yeah. And I decided that there was there was something very therapeutic. Yeah. And I realized, you know, I think back, how did I feel when I started doing it? And um, I think it's it's critical that people find an outlet creativity, whether it's class or painting or whatever. It is so important. Yeah. Do you think that I liked you said that you didn't know if your ego could handle allowing someone else to where you are were to to kind of complement your weaknesses because they had the strength that you being calm and finding a sense of happiness and peace and being an artist allowed your ego to kind of like not be so present. Exactly. Yeah. So the corporate world, I at various times where I had to work with people, obviously, and for the most part, I did really well. But I made a lot of mistakes. And so as I found my calming point through the studio being closed, um, I also found I did a lot of reflection. Yeah. And I looked back. And when the ego wasn't involved, I realized I made many mistakes in the way I handled things, uh, the way I said things, and said, I'm better than that. Yeah. That's great. I'm better than that. Okay. And... Uh, it was growing experiences. I learned lessons. It took me a while to really recognize, but I'm really um, very excited because I am in 
such a different space now. Yeah. Beautiful. I love that. And so now you reopen your studio after COVID. How long after COVID? Did you wait till it was completely done or were you able to get back into it fairly quickly? Um, I have a retail shop in the front. So um, I called to find out where I fit in when retail opens. Can I open then? Can I open when restaurants open? What can, when can I open? And I'm not a category that's in the books for what to do with COVID. Okay. So I decided I have a, a nice size space. So I can separate people even more than a, a table in a restaurant. Okay. So when retail was allowed to open, I opened. And then when um, it had the space for people to spread out, I have I have ca- different categories of people that come to the studio. Sure. I'm a little sidetrack on that. But I have open studio members. So I have multiple levels of different kind of ideal clients, I guess would be the right way to say it. It's, I have open studio folks. They know what they're doing. They have the talent, they have the skills, and they come in and utilize the space for a monthly fee. Okay. Whenever, right? Yep. Well, I have special scheduled times. So if I have a big class, it's blocked for that. But um, I'm open four days, five days a week. I'm sorry. Five days a week. And I would say at least four of those days, I have open studio time set aside. Very cool. Because I know how important it is that they have their outlets. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's formed an incredible community, um, almost a little mini family where you get to pick your family members. Uh, we we share stories. We share recipes. We share book favorite books. And, and no one is competitive with anybody else. Everyone is in a safe space and are so supportive of each other. Support my revamping of the studio was those people can also put things in the gift shop because then we have, I go in, I don't have to make everything. Two, they have got some talents and styles and techniques that I don't have. And then, and that gives them an outlet of where they can sell all their products. As well as for customers, I have this amazing array of handmade glass products that are made from a lot of different people. So they get this large variety to look at. I love it. Where with certain online shops, it's one person's. Yeah. Or one artist. Here they get a multitude of artists to look at at the leisure of sitting at home or coming into the studio. Love it. Beautiful. All right. Now we see those of you that are watching the YouTube video, if you look at the screen, you see a bunch of images behind her. Now, I'm assuming these are images of people, things that you made or you and your students made? My students and I made. Yeah, beautiful. So it's not just, it's. I see a bowl. I see a couple of bowls, actually. And then other, other things are more decorative. So we do plates, bowls, platters, vases. Um, we don't do wine cups and things like that. That's blown glass. And... There's other artists in the area that do an incredible job in blown glass, so we don't touch that. I, I let them do their specialty, and they don't do fused glass and mosaic and stained glass, so they send their customers who ask for it to me. Very cool. And now I want to understand the process. So I, I understand I was reading yeah. on your website that that it starts off with like just simple sand. And so do you do you teach your students like from the from when it's sand to turning into glass, or do you already have a product that's already 
kind of melt it down to, and then they work with that. I have, I buy products from Bullseye Glass Company. They're up in Portland, Oregon. So it's US made and they have a really unique philosophy. All of the different types of glass, which is like crushed glass, um, long, what look like spaghetti or look like linguine or sheet glass, all will work together. It's guaranteed. Oh, wow. So they are testing on a regular basis every batch of glass they make. They test to make sure it's still compatible. That something in the mix didn't change, something in the configuration. So I buy it pre-made uh, in 35 by 20 um, inch strips or sheets. And then I cut it down with them. Okay. So to make it easier to work with. So my open studio folks buy a lot of their supplies for me and I sell it by the square inch. Wow. Because not everybody needs a full sheet. Not everybody needs a half a sheet. So I don't want to, again, put anybody else in a box either. Yeah. What can I do that makes it better for everybody? I love it's, it. It's Because without them, I don't have the life I have. And I am so honored to be able to live this life right now. It's, it's sort of my final phase, I guess you would say. I'm 66 right now. And Great. That smile is radiating through the screen. For those of you that are listening, she is just lit up talking about this. So you are missing out if you're not watching. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so I have, I teach fused glass classes and I have some other teachers who teach the more advanced. I have other teachers who do stained glass and mosaic. Okay. So fused glass is a term that most people don't really know yet. Okay. And what it is, is it's taking pieces of glass and putting them together in a comfortable environment. So none of this hot shop, none of this, you know, worrying about where everything is and, and being on a time schedule. We take a, pace, a base piece of glass and you put pieces on top of it. And you can do it as a jigsaw puzzle, just make it organic. You can make it very specific. Um, you can draw on the glass with a marker and believe it or not, black Sharpie marker burns off in the kiln. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's a, it, it, most of my projects and most of my classes are technique classes. Okay. So it's about a two to three hour class and you're learning a technique that you can then build on. I don't have any programs that say you have to take these classes before you right. move to open studio. When you're comfortable and you understand the techniques you're learning, you can move to open studio. And then after you've been playing and making what you want to make, you might want to take another class. You might not. Yeah, that's very cool. Now, I see some of the stuff is colored behind you. Now, are they taught how to add color to it? Does it come colored or does it come clear? It comes both. Oh. So um, Bullseye makes some incredible colors of glass, and they also make blends of glass, which they call uh, streaky. So there's blends of blues and whites and white and clear and red and yellow and orange and yellow and it's amazing. Um, one of the big things that we love doing at the studio is when I get a new crate of glass, it's like everybody gathers around as we open the crate so, yeah, to see what's there. <laughs> Very cool. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And the real magic with fused glass is when it goes into the kiln. They're like ceramic kilns, but they have heating elements in a different place. And it heats up to close to 18, I'm sorry, close to 1,500 degrees. Oh, Wow. And that temperature fuses the glass together. So your your students and it smooths the edges. It your students are 
your students aren't working with heating elements at all then. Oh, wow. Okay. Nope. That's cool. And in fact, I don't either. I program them um, to start after the rates lower for electricity for uh, the lower rates and the demand for electricity is lower in my community. Okay. And it runs all night and into part of the morning as it's cooling off. So it can be somewhere between 15 and 20 hours for the full cycle. Holy cow. Yeah. That's in that's a lot. I, I would have never thought that. I'm learning something. I just learned something new. Um, when you said it takes about two or three hours for a class, I would have to imagine that once somebody gets comfortable with doing making their own glass objects or, you know, bowls or decorative items, that it becomes very meditative when you're able to like kind of focus in on what you're creating as an artist and just kind of like, like, like you said, you were so relaxed afterwards. So I get that totally. I totally get that. I think that's amazing. I actually have um, worked with several therapists who come in and, and um, tried it out and they recommend their students come as well as each other. Uh, so there is absolutely a benefit. Um, I'm not a medical professional. I don't claim to be. Um, but I've experienced it and it's recommended and I have testimonials from people. I have a testimonial from one of my folks that was grieving. Her husband um, was doing not doing well and he passed and the studio was her sanctuary. It was where she was able to uh, really, she found glass wasn't telling her how long she should grieve. It wasn't telling her anything except peace. Peace and like rebirth and renewing herself, you know, because I think yes. when you create something from that's yours, it's like a rebirth and a renewing process. At least, at least that's my thought. <laughs> I could be wrong. <laughs> no, I, I completely agree. In fact, she worked on a large project that was a sunset uh, with a lot of different colors. And, and she has it in her um, dining room so that in the morning when the light comes in, it's shooting through the, the glass and giving reflections, and she always feels her husband's nearby. That's beautiful. Um, one more question, and we're going to start wrapping things up. So yeah. nobody, people can come in with no ex experience at all. They can come in, learn how to do it, and just get comfortable with the process and become an artist on their own terms. Absolutely. So, yeah, we have different levels of customers, and we, but we ask everyone to start with the intro class. Okay. And that teaches you how to cut glass safely. And carefully, we teach from seven and up, and we have a lot of people across the board. We do have more women than men, but we have some great men who come in, and they too find the relaxation. They too love turning off everything else and having the camaraderie that we have in the studio, friendships. Um, I'm sort of surprised sometimes people don't just come in with a cup of coffee and say, I'm going to stay for a while. Okay, yeah. That's what it feels like. But they love the glass work so much that it's the combination of putting lots of things together that they love. I think that's beautiful. Nancy, where can people find you, connect with you, and learn more? Uh, my regular website is www.glassarts, with an S, collective.com. And from there, you can see the gift shop. You can see a gallery. You can, there's videos that have um, examples of what we're doing, okay. as well as a, a video from Bullseye showing how it's made. And then I'm on Instagram at glassartscollective.com, YouTube at glassartscollective.com, and Facebook at glassartscollective.com. I'm in Westlake Village, California. Perfect. And the gift shop ships around the world. 
So you don't have to be a local to be able to enjoy what the studio has to offer. Oh, I love that. Okay, you guys, I'm going to put those links in the show notes. So if you connect with Nancy today, go check out her website, go follow her on social and find something, a gift that you can send somebody that's very special for them that you picked out that's handmade by one of her or one of her students. If you're local, go stop in and say hi. Nancy, this is the part of the show where I like to ask for last words of wisdom or advice. What would you like to leave with us today? Um, don't wait until you're ready. It's sort of like we always say with you know kids, don't wait till you have enough money in the bank to have a child. Um, you just got to do it for yourself. Yeah. And remember, taking care of yourself is so important. Mm, amen to that. 100%. Nancy, you're beautiful. Your smile just lit up the screen today. It's true. It, it, you have truly found your purpose and in what you're doing in life and in making a difference in other people's lives by finding an outlet to create something beautiful and renew their spirit and their soul. So thank you very much. You. I really enjoy being with you. You're welcome. You guys, this is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. As always, don't forget to subscribe, follow, rate, review, comment, share, all those good things. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.